Okay, listeners, thanks for joining us for episode 15, not episode 9, Bevan, of Idiot Sport Report. I'm joined today by New York Yankee Bevan. Howdy. And I can't remember what I said earlier, but Riggs. Papa Riggs. Yeah, Papa Riggs or, or okay, Dutch Papa Riggs, Riggs. Whatever, whatever, whatever makes you feel at home. Hello, hello. Okay, jumping straight into it. UFC 267. Bevan, take us away. So, very interesting fighting going on in 267. Um, I actually, I was at a friend's house, like a, a whole big party. And st- well, not party, but we were all watching Don't the lie. UFC and that. Yeah. Was a party, okay? I was invited, okay? Jeez, God. Fuck you, dude. <laughs> and, anyway. and we just want to thank Bevan's mom for that. <laughs> she didn't have to, but she chose to, so thanks for the invite. <laughs> um, fuck you, Riggs. Um, so I missed the Peter Yarn. I just saw the beginning of Peter Yarn versus Corey Sanhagen, uh, but then Danae phoned me, so I had to rush home uh, because she phoned me, and I, they were a bit scared in the big house. So um, I rushed home and saved them from the boogie monsters and all the ghosts, and I missed that fight. But apparently it was very good. I don't know if any of you guys saw that one. No, I actually also missed that one. Uh, it wasn't you on my... You know what? You wouldn't it guess... It wasn't on my to-view list. It wasn't on my to-view list, so... <laughs> I also missed it. Oh, really? What a shock. Yeah, but apparently it was pretty good. Um, I don't. We can't really say too much on it because I didn't get to see it. But otherwise, the rest of the card was almost, almost perfect. I mean, yeah. uh, uh, if we start with the first one, the light heavyweight bout, Mahmoud Anakalev versus Volkan Ozdemir. Also, good fight. Not one of the craziest fights in the world, but it just shows you that there's a lot of depth in the lightweight division, and that the, these fucking guys from Dagestan are made of fucking bricks. Bricks and steel. I don't know what the hell's going on. <laughs> like if you mix bricks with freaking rebar, it's pretty yeah. crazy. <clears throat> Drink a cup of cement and get hard. Yeah. What were your thoughts, Jack? <laughs> um, was this? Am I jumping the gun if I ask about Probably. the guy who in his forties uh, got yeah, a belt? That's the last one. That's the last one. Yeah. Okay. Excellent. <laughs> you you just just shut up there a little bit, then we'll talk, talk to you later. Okay? You, you hold you hold that line. You hold that line. <laughs> <laughs> um, the next one, I don't know if you saw the fight, Riggs, but how Kazma Chimaev literally picked up Jin Liang, went, carried him what? to the side of the cage, spoke to Dana White, dropped yeah. him, and, and this guy's on a different level, dude. He looked no, like he was insane. carrying his snorty son. <laughs> Yeah. Like when, but that will teach Dana for being on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> but it was pretty crazy. I mean, the way he literally—I've seen Jack carry Gabriel like that while he's talking to Nadia. <laughs> yeah. So also, I, I don't know. Like this level, guy is though. on another level, dude. Yeah. No, I think it's the same weight class. <laughs> no, he's definitely lighter than you, Jack. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's. Uh... <laughs> I suppose that could. Who do you think will be able to beat this guy? No, I, I, I can't, I can't put a, put an opponent versus him. Uh, but yeah, I must say I did laugh with how he gets Dana's attention. And normally, like when these people are doing that showboating like that, it can go so wrong. But he just knew it's in the bag already. And yeah, 
but it, it's kind of not even like he was showboating. It's just like he he was he's so good. Like he wasn't like really like doing funny things or anything. He just picked the guy up and he's like, "Listen, look here, I'm way better than everybody. Give me somebody to fight." Yes, Jack. Look, I just want to uh, say, Riggs, if if you set a precedent with one of your earlier talks that you joined us with, should that fighter's pay have been docked for the fighter noticing something that Dana White was doing? Yes, it, it should. I, the same as the footy. <laughs> no, 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 no. Unfortunately, no. this is in a different thing. This is showing off your strength while in the match. And the guy that noticed the person having a heart attack was not focusing on the game. He had his hands in the pocket playing with his balls <laughs> and saw someone having a heart attack. So no, I don't agree with you, Riggs. He shouldn't be a heart attack. No, he shouldn't be docked, Riggs, because he had the guy in his arms. If the guy had the ball and then noticed the guy having a heart attack, no problem. Because as much he might yeah. have had the ball in his arms. He was currently yeah, in exactly. game. And then he still had time to talk to Dana White. Like, he's that much better. Oh fuck! I must say it was was absolutely <laughs> uh, one for one for the books. I think one for the books. <laughs> a nice entertaining entertainment on the fight. So. And maybe yeah. you guys can educate me on this one. What is the yeah, story behind can. what's his name? Hasbullah? Ah, uh, dude, no idea. <laughs> He's just been uh, a bit of a, I would say social phenomenon for the last year or so. Uh, mm. uh, I don't even know why he was famous. I've seen that oak like on a beach with a freaking pistol and he can't even hold it properly. Like it, it was insane, but I'm not quite sure if I've got all my facts right, but I like checked up on this oak the other day and they were saying he's 18. Really? Yeah. So I don't know if he's like one of those people with the like birth, uh, What's it? I, I don't know. What's some growth to something. Say. Yeah, like a, a birth defect or, or not defect, but yes, defect. Fuck it. The guy's too tiny. But yeah, because you wouldn't be able to go to the UFC if you weren't over 18. It's yeah, a brutal no. combat sport. So, and, and I like checked up on that because, yeah, he speaks even when he speaks. In America. I'm coming. De- Dana, I'm coming for you. Yeah, so he's yeah, 18 years old. I don't know what, yeah. how is he well-known? What is he known for? Like, I just see him feature, but I don't know what for. Because he's cheeky. Being uh, 18 years old and looking like that. Uh, yeah. Uh, and because he, he likes to fight, he supports the fighters. I mean, so, yeah. He's... Uh, oh, okay. He's Something one, as simple yeah. as that then. And actually, Dana may be signing him onto a fight. Funny enough. Really? With that Abdu. Abdu, yeah. yeah. I don't know if you saw Bev, but he, he had a fight at UFC while spectating. <laughs> yeah. And That's he weird. ran away like a <laughs> baby. Hey, what's it for the money, bro? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I suppose. But I've seen it, it. Yeah. Just seen his punches. I mean, he was punching like all these UFC stars that go up to meet him over the weekend. And he keeps yeah. punching him in the face with his little hand. And it's like, if they had to do that to you, big boy, you would be, yeah, not even big Dead. boy. You would be fucking, yeah, you'd be a flatty. You'd be okay, so I was running. I thought it was a kid, but it's like, an adult. Yeah. Yeah, no, no. He's a, Jeez. well, he'd be, he looks like a kid. He behaves like a kid. So, yeah. 
Okay, Bevan, what else happened at UFC 267, dude? Okay, so as we go up, obviously the heavyweight fight was boring. Obviously, they were too scared to let go. Obviously, they were too scared of each other's power. Obviously, it was a waste of time. Um, boring fight. They kind of went after each other, but not... I mean, you see, the thing about heavyweights is a lot of them aren't very technical. A lot of them aren't in shape. So we're looking for, you know, highlight-level knockouts. When that doesn't happen, and there's no technicality to it, there's nothing other than some big guys throwing a few hard punches, and that's not really what we want to see. Uh, you know, at the end of the day, if we're going to watch a heavyweight fight, we're looking for the knockout. And the difference between no. Stipe and the other guys is Stipe can hold his own with technicality with a, a figure bantamweight. The guys got it where it, where it counts when it comes to uh, MMA fighting. But the other guys are just slow, sluggish big guys. And, I mean, okay, but Volkov is 6'7", but it, that wears off quickly when he's boring. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, who cares yeah, about all you? Sure. Yeah. No, um, for sure. For sure. Then lightweight, uh, Dan Hooker versus Islam Mahakachev. Uh, yeah. I feel sorry for Dan Hooker, man. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I think, yeah, he just, yeah, in my mind, uh, yeah, that fight was just a, a bit too short <laughs> in, in my, in my opinion, I'll say it wasn't, yeah. uh, it wasn't one for, for Dan to even, I would say, get any advantage. That's... But again, it just shows you these guys are on another level when it comes to, look, not to say that if Chemaev and Islam fight the top, top guys, that it'll be the same. But with these middle guys like Dan, like a Dan Hooker, like a, Ling, uh, a Jin Ling Liang or whatever, the, the not top five guys, and I know Dan Hooker was top five and that kind of stuff, but I mean, that was, I don't know if it was luck, but it was a while ago. Um, but I don't, these guys, I don't know if they, we got to see them against top level fighters, top five, top three guys. Once they and keep them on their feet, that's the fucking thing. Yeah, but to get that, like I think Kamara Usman could maybe stuff a a, a a takedown, maybe. But um, I don't know, man. I don't know. Are these guys just going to be legendary fighters and so much better than everybody else, or are they going to hit a wall when they start facing like real top, top, top guys? Because I mean, Michael Chandler did the same thing on his feet against uh, Dan Hooker as Islam did on the ground against Dan Hooker. Yeah. So yeah. Um, is he that much better than everybody else or is he just as good as Chandler who is a top five fighter? He's not a champion or anything. Yeah, look, I don't want to put my finger in the pot and, and make a call on that. Uh, well, like we'd I like said, you to, Rick, because this is a podcast that and we need content. <laughs> Yeah, content-wise, uh, I don't know. Uh, in my opinion, and this is purely my opinion, uneducated, I hate people that take it to the ground. I don't like seeing a fight end on the ground. I don't like these submissions. I don't like the grappling. I like watching for punching. And, yeah, I want to see it up on your feet, keep taking the knocks. The moment it gets to the ground, everyone is going to tap if you're strangling someone, you're going to tap. If you're going to break my arm, I'm going to tap. I don't want to lose my arm over one fight. I mean, there's no... Mm. no yeah, but well, I you can won't lose, lose your arm. Well, 
get it broken and then you can't fight for say six six months you know like then you, you buy know, a whiskey is, company yeah well you need to be you need <laughs> to be on the top to do that eh? you, you, you can't be you can't be climbing up the ranks and, and expect to to be able to afford a whiskey company look Greg, um, i know what you're saying one, not proper 12 <laughs> <laughs> i understand what you're saying about the the going to the ground stuff like in a general sense, I'd agree with you. 95% of the time, I agree with you. Like Gilbert Burns versus um, Stephen Wonderboy Thompson. Gilbert was taking him down to waste time, to make him tired, and to get points. Where What I like about Islam and uh, uh, Chimaev and uh, even the Khabib, they go in to win the fight. They take them down to win the fight. They take them down for a submission, and the fight is over. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? They don't yeah. take the, for points to waste time to get the guy tired, to lie on top of the guy. They take them down, they work towards submission, and then that's it. Uh, I'm, yeah. I'm more of a fan of the striking aspect, but I, I, I do respect that ground game. And I'm starting to really enjoy, especially the Dagestani ground game, <coughs> where what they're doing is, like I said, they take the guys down and then they work for the submission. They don't just work for the end of the round or for the points. They work for a submission. They work for a win. They work yeah. for a finish. That I'm that I'm no, okay with. For sure, for sure. But is it as exciting? You saying you you starting to really no. like it? Are you going to put it? Yeah, there we go. It's it's not as exciting. And I know it it goes to the same thing of what you do in UFC for self defense for your life. You would never do that. You're never going to stand up and, and punch someone as self-defense. Oh, yeah. Self-defense, you're, you're also going to take it down to the ground. You're going to grapple the guy, try and kill them. But this is <laughs> UFC. It, it, it has a show aspect to it. It's not, uh, say, life and death. And I don't – I just – it doesn't – I don't get entertained by it. Put it that way. It's not, yeah. it's not entertaining for me to watch, watch two people holding them on the floor. And, yeah, it's like yeah. hugging and cuddling. I mean, yeah. Uh, look, I agree with what you're saying, but not in this sense. 95% yeah. of the time when it comes to those other jiu-jitsu guys and, ra and grappler guys, like I said, they're just going for points, and that takes it away. These guys, yeah. it is entertaining for me personally because they're going for a finish. So I know the whole time they're going for a finish, and they're not just lying there. You can see they're always working towards the finish. So it is a bit more exciting, and it's almost as exciting for me as the striking is in, in that way. Um, but I understand if you're not if you don't like striking, you're not a fan of them. But at the end of the day, dude, they fucking good. <laughs> no, Jack, you wanted sure. to say I, something. I, I give that to them. Yeah, Jack, what's your? No, I was just gonna. Uh, we've paused there briefly, but take us back. Riggs, I I see you becoming one of those people that like arrange your own Squid Game. Like this isn't entertaining enough. There's no death oh, involved. Yes. <laughs> oh yes, dude. Of course. <laughs> what is this Squid Game phenomenon? Letting go. Oh, you have to watch, did it? <laughs> I must say, I, I enjoyed it. Uh, even it was surprisingly the well done. Yeah, dude. Look, obviously the gore and that it, it's like super fake, uh, but a, 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 a concept. It's a concept, and and the concept, yeah. the idea of it is, dude. I know that shit's really happening. I mean, I'm if sure. Jeffrey Epstein could have a sex island, I'm sure other rich people have a death island. And dude, yeah, I watched it uh, in dubbing and uh, Korean as well, just to make sure. It, it was actually <laughs> how is dude, How is your Korean? <laughs> it's delicious. Like how, how, there is actually a difference in how the characters are portrayed 
by like the type of person that does the dubbing. Like it actually changes the character. Like the main guy is actually not fuck. like uh, no no the man the main character the one yeah yeah the one one yes and ruin it for six. Like, Four two no, six. No, I wouldn't ruin anything. Four, six, just saying he's I think his number was, yeah. Four, four six, seven. six, three. Six, five. I don't know. Yeah. Somewhere there. Oh, there. But it's a very different really. character between dubbing and Korean. Dude, that's like dub versus sub, bro. Dub versus sub. Yeah. Welcome to the anime community, bro. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay, sorry for the digression. Yeah. Off of Squid Game, back onto the Afk. Afk. He's like, I, I don't want to but, take you guys back, but let's talk about something we haven't spoken about. I'm not taking us back. You're taking us to new territory. <laughs> yeah, you're lost in the winds. The winds of the Squid uh, Games. Just one thing I need to ask, and yeah, totally off topic. That, that, that's a Gold's Gym shirt you wear in there. Because I'm fucking buffed, know. Dude. No, who did you get it from? Because I know it's not yours. <laughs> Sponsored, dude. That, that's, okay. what, that's what the elite people wear. You know, they go and gym at Gold's. You're not yes. a celebrity. Exactly. You're answering your own question, Riggs. <laughs> I'm elite, uh, okay. dude. Is, is, is that what happens when, you, when you're a famous podcaster and, and a buff motherfucker like you? Correct. <laughs> Correct. Okay. Dude, look okay. at these guns, bro. Look at these guns, bro. Telling me I'm not buff, dude. You're crazy, bro. You know, I think, think now, now Jack, I think those ones time. are that's a blank gun there. <laughs> no, no, no. It's the perfect time now just to take Bevan's ego down a notch or two. Uh Riggs, you might be pleased to know that we actually did our way in today. Oh, there we go. One week later, and, so uh, Bev obviously did the crash diet. Yeah, the excuse to start. I just want to say Excuses. Yeah, but you have neither. Fuck you, well, you... <laughs> Oh, where's your gold shirt? <laughs> My, you know what, Bev? I did have one, but obviously when I go train, it fucking ripped. So, yeah. <laughs> Not allowed to wear that anymore. Because you leave it in the sun too long. That's why when it's dry. <laughs> sure. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I give it to so, my neighbors. Again, derailed the conversation. A, Poland. <laughs> as a lappy. Yeah, not a lappy boy. That's like a, <laughs> an afduck. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, Riggs, uh, move on. Let's go on to the UFC. Yeah, what, so what, what have we missed? Two, no, 267 hey, still. I'm trying to make a joke here uh, because, because uh, I was trying to make a joke because we still haven't said who won the weight loss challenge. <laughs> I think it was fairly obvious. Yeah, I won. Yeah. Okay, moving on. Um, no. no. What, <laughs> wait, let's get, what was the kilo difference? You know, did Bev one. come in too high? Did he, did he sign the fight at 185 and come in at 228? Or I signed at 98 like and I came in at 99. Ah, oh, there we go. That, that's not too bad. That's just, uh, yeah, just your water weight you need to cut then, eh? Yeah, but dude, I'm losing against a fat guy, Jack. <laughs> Oh, uh, Jack's green, green color. <laughs> <laughs> this figure doesn't happen by accident, dude. Yeah, it's a lot of eating. Yeah, consistent overeating. <laughs> yeah, there we go. 
And if it weren't for it's you, Romans me. would be out of business. So. <laughs> oh, we had Romans I'm just today. saying they got great value. Fucking you see. I don't even know what you guys had today, but there, I knew. Romans, boys. It was Romans. Today. You're quite yeah. right. Uh, with Jack, that's always the, that's the go-to for, for diet, for hunger eating, for hangover mm. cure. Romans is And then he made me leave the pizzas there because he was so upset that I would take pizza <laughs> home with me. I don't even remember that. I'm just joking. You didn't. Making jokes, Jack. Yeah. I was so sure you guys were out there. There was no leftover pizza. There was no leftover pizza, be honest. (laughs) Uh, Maybe not. I didn't even check. (laughs) Not anymore. (laughs) No leftover pizza, no leftover wine. That's the way it goes. And uh, I'm on a (laughs) bottle tonight. Also, Cape Red. So. Upgraded. Obviously, yeah, the payments I'm getting from the podcast. Uh, of course, I was of able course. to now afford, afford bottled wine instead of the De Duas vein. Cardboard Duas vein. Nice. <laughs> Guys, okay, UFC 267. Okay, like I said, Peter Yarn, Corey Sandhagen. Um, I, I I thought the guy that's got the, cra- the, the best uh, chance against, other than TJ Dillashaw, Against uh, Corey Sandhagen is Peter Yarn. But if Peter Yarn beats Corey and then beats um, Dillashaw, it's not many people in the world that can beat this guy. Because those can go up. These guys are top, top, top guys. And and he's like, okay, look, Corey Sandhagen kind of had him. But I mean, it sounded to me like after the second or third round, Peter Yarn pretty much pulled ahead and, and, and stayed there. So. This guy's on another level, dude. And I mean, he, he fucking dominated that uh, Sterling, whatever his name is, the current champion. So, yeah, no, he's on a different level as Peter Yon. But he, he is a scary looking fucking guy. Like, I won't lie. Yeah. It's like a little short guy that you, uh, like, this is the guy that everybody picked up in the, uh, picked on in the bar and got blocks of. That's why okay, the then Jack. decision was a unanimous. Yeah. <laughs> Glover Teixeira versus Jan. Jan Blahovich. This is the old guy versus another old guy. Okay. Did you watch the fight? Oh. <laughs> no. Read the headlines. Jack, it was though. even at at the it was on in South Africa. We had the best time. We had prime time viewing. I reminded you twice, and you still didn't fucking watch it. <laughs> when was this? On Saturday. Yes. Yeah, I had date night with my wife, dude. So what, dude? What's more yeah, important you, than the podcast? You your wife, dude. Yeah, date night what? and watch UFC. That's part of date night, isn't it? Yeah, lucky her. Jeez. Yeah. Did you tell no, her, Jack? Watched... It doesn't happen often. It was prime time for South Africans. Did you say that to her? <laughs> no, but we watched the Liverpool game together. No, exactly. we didn't. Ex- exactly, you wasted your time. Yeah. No, sorry, she Could didn't have... watch with me. She was getting her hair done and stuff. Her hair did. Or her face or nails or something, I don't know. Well, what time she did you get pretty. back from the... Uh, you probably had... Never mind. Okay, anyway. Um, <laughs> <laughs> dot, dot, dot. <laughs> moving on quickly. Uh, mind you, that's only no, five that, minutes. That's you also how... You have to watch your face of the, uh, the UFC anyways. Um, <clears throat> uh, so, yeah, uh, Riggs, look, I'm happy. I like them both, dude. I would have been happy either one. Um the one thing that I did notice is Jan Blahovic's wife and daughter came uh, and son was there, like a little baby. Yeah. And I think yeah. little babies, and I've just gone through it, 
It's kryptonite. Because no matter how much you, you they say, yeah, but I'm not with the babies and what a what a what a what a dude, doesn't matter if you're not near the baby, you're thinking about the baby. That's all you can think about. That's all you're worrying about. You're not sleeping because you're worrying about the baby. It, that's just yeah. the way it is. Like that is a kryptonite. And and rightly so, of course, <clears throat> it's more important than winning a fight or a belt or anything like that. But if you have a newborn and it's your first newborn. Take a break, dude. Wait until that child is like like Lexi's age now. I've only like literally relaxed since for about a year and six months. And I think Jack's even still fucking losing hair because of he's worrying about Gabriel and that kind of stuff. So, yeah, I mean, Jack, what do you think? Do you think you'd be able to, you know, let's say in the first six months of having Gabe, do you think you'd be able to focus on like 100% on doing a fight or anything? I must say, I think it would help for uh, training. But I don't know about heading the game for the actual fight, eh? What are you talking about training? How's it going to help you yeah, with training? How would it help for training? Using the Motivation. Ah, oh, motivation. Yeah. Yeah, no, you, you, Absolutely you, for me. Got a, I would think you have a different mindset. Uh, people said the same about Connor, and I don't want to bring him up again, but they <clears> said the same with the kids. You know, the moment his little boy was around, it changed him as well. And, yeah, I, I can fully understand that then, Bev. No, it I'm just sense. speaking from my side. Like, I mean, I know I was more motivated for a lot of things in the early yeah. days, but, like, if it had to get specific head in the game, like taking knocks. As if you guys can have a fight. Yeah, no, You would say five. That's exactly. not going to the office and trying to cr- climb the corporate ladder. That's the difference. No, because, I mean, then you're thinking about if I get knocked out here and something goes wrong, who's going to look after Boyki? Who's going to look after little one? Yeah. Like. That's who's on bedtime duty, yeah. who's going to do the nappy. Yeah, exactly. Well, he doesn't and, do any yeah. of those things. Yeah, well, it would more be worrying about his wife having to change his nappy if something <laughs> <laughs> You know. That's a privilege. <laughs> I had a nice big poo in Jack's house today. Nice. A real metallic the toilet paper. Sinker. Is there two ply in the, in the loo? Yeah. Ah, oh, sandpaper. I'm, no, I what a waste. No, yes, I, I, yeah, I, I miss that. Over here, you, you struggle to get like two ply. All the others are like four ply. It's like wiping your ass with a towel. I like that's the so sandpaper. Amazing, I like the cheap. I like one ply. That is my. Yeah, no, I mean, that's, that's my paper of choice. Communist. Yeah, I want to sandpaper my arsehole and make sure it's punched. Yeah, the poor person's arsehole. Dab it. Yeah. <laughs> then you get different grit as well. You work your way from yeah. rough to fine. Exactly. Yeah, I, I you know what like Nadia that, said to uh, me? She's like, life, you can just life. fold it in half. And I'm like, that's not the fucking way <laughs> this shit works, bro. Yeah, that's my beautiful wife. Uh, just speak better to her. Yeah. She's my home dog. <laughs> uh, but anyway, yeah, so I was happy that Lover won. I mean, it's a good story. Jan is also, I mean, I really like him a lot. But, um, he also turned around from having a couple of losses and brought his way back up to getting the belt. Uh, but but the thing is, like I said, the baby plays a big part, and you could see it, dude. Jan Blahovic didn't look like Jan Blahovic. He got knocked out. He got tapped out. He was not there. It doesn't matter if, unless you're a psychopath, but if you've got a little newborn baby or your Amanda Nunes is just that much better than her competition and she doesn't really need to train to beat them, other than that, you will not fight well with a with a baby with a young baby like that it's it's impossible because the baby is so fragile that every minute of every day every second of every day 
you're worrying about how that baby's doing. I, I swear to God, it just is like that. And then when yeah, they get Bev, bigger, it becomes easier. No, for sure. I, I, I accept that. Uh, with this Glover, I, yeah, I know you said you, you were rooting for both. You never really had a choice. Realistically, how many years does this guy have left? All of them. In the octagon. Yeah, exactly. Two years? So, yeah, I don't know. I, yeah, but uh, but other than like John Jones, how long, how long does a champion last for anyways? I mean, he can still, in two years, uh, he can do four fights. Yeah, he can climb it. He can climb it. But normally at that age, people are like calming down in their career. Now, this is expected to peak. And, and rightfully so, he got the win. So, he is on his way to peaking. But fuck, man. That's like quite old to be putting yourself in the ring, you know, and, and training so so hard. I mean, yeah, yeah I mean, I, you're right. You look at rugby players. No rugby player after forty is is worth anything really. Uh, and yeah, but he is, won the belt at forty. That's the yeah. thing. He is worth it. Yeah, uh, forty. Can he defend yeah, it? Is the question. Now. If yeah, I was him, I'd defend it, and then I'd retire. Yeah, yeah. That's all you want to do. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Then you're I actually just, doing it on, on top. Yeah. Give it up more likely. So but the thing is, Riggs, remember, I mean, if he goes in and he knocks a guard in the first round and he defends it, I mean, he's already built uh, such a such a legacy by winning the belt. Now, it doesn't matter if he goes and wins three fights and loses the last fight and then retires. But in actual fact, because he's a champ now, his salary has tripled, if not double, if not quadrupled, because he's champ now and he gets pay-per-view points. So what he should do is fight as long as he can until he loses the belt and then retire. Just to make that extra bucks before he retires. That's what I would do. Because yeah. if the damage, but, if there is damage coming, it's been done. <laughs> it's not going to get any worse. But there we also, we, we hit that, uh, the pay debate. If fighters were earning enough, you would never have to push it, and you would never be 42 years old and thinking, Hala, I need to squeeze in another few more fights before I hang up the gloves, you know? Yeah, but you that's not a UFC problem. Now. No, no, but that's sure. not a UFC That's an every fight uh, problem. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Because if you're not a champion in any fight sport, you're not making money. No, well, that's maybe the... Therein lies the problem that I was bringing up. <laughs> But no, look, it's, it's not uh, to say that you can't get a normal job after this. Nobody's saying that you now retired, you can't work. You understand what I'm saying? This is just, these guys don't yeah. want to get a normal job. That's but not my what job. What job do you have? I, I know that. Fuck, dude, they can do construction. It's a well-paying yeah. job. <laughs> Especially in America, the, I mean. Fuck, yeah, just, but it's higher fire. Construction, I, I mean, obviously that's so my what? industry. It's, dude, they've uh, got, let's uh, say they've got $2 million in the bank. If you started your first job with $2 million in the bank, you'll be fine. Yeah, Donald Trump did well, he started okay. Doing business with him. Yeah, he started with a small loan of a million dollars from his father, and look where he is now. <laughs> Donald Trump. That's what he said. Million he said dollars, I, yeah, he said, I built no, a million. He said, I, I started my life with a small loan of a million dollars. And I was like, well, that's, but that's what exactly I'm saying to you. It's small. But, uh, <laughs> it's small in terms of what he's done with it. Yeah, I. But if, Listen, if you let's think not what talk he's done about Trump, it, please. It's not a political <laughs> podcast, especially on such a day. I suppose we shouldn't be political. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, what I'm trying to say, 
No, with this sure. the I, I know. Yeah. But I just want to put it into, into structure. Everybody complains that these guys don't earn a lot of money. Okay, compared to who? Because they earn a lot more money than I do, all right? Let's say they fight 10 fights and they earn, at the end of it, they walk away with $50,000, which is not a lot of money, okay? And then they get a normal job. So, okay, they're not champs and they, they might have a bit of damage, but a lot of people that didn't go professional do. It's just the name of the game, dude. The, what these guys want to do is they want to retire at 35 years old and never have to work again. And that's not going to happen. Yeah. NFL guys don't do it. The top NFL guys don't do it. The top soccer players don't do it. Nobody does that shit. Only the top of top, top, top of the range guy. And that happens in the UFC. The top, top guys, they do retire at, at 35 and they do have money. But the thing is, every, everybody else is like acting like, oh, they must be paid so much millions of dollars. You're not top of the, you're not top of the range. And no other sport pays like that anyways. So that's just yeah. my thought. Sorry, Jack, you want to say something? Yeah, just, you know, like you don't have to be in a UFC or in the octagon to get damaged. Like I work an office job. I'm 30 years old and I'm damaged. Like, yeah, I mean, there's it, a lot of stairs there, hey. Yeah. What? <laughs> there's a lot of stairs there, hey. Yes, but. No, I'm just asking a question, Jack. Please, why are you getting angry? You're the one that draws dicks on the bottom floor. floor. Yeah. Or ground that floor. That is exactly why Jack is damaged, because he draws dicks in people's diaries and they fuck him up at lunchtime. So, yeah, <laughs> he's just, he's just a, a repeat offender. And uh, yeah. Half of that is know. true. Yeah, but look, <laughs> let's go on to I know you're saying you can stop fighting, hang up the gloves, and, and go and, and work a normal job. It hmm. is difficult to work a normal job. Say now you you followed UFC or you followed fighting, MMA, whatever it is, you followed it as your career. You haven't studied. So you would have to start. It's not like you're going to walk into a, say, $50,000 a year package job. Oh. You're not going to yeah. get that. You're going to have to start from the bottom. And I think no. it's a very difficult mind step or yeah, mindset yeah, of that, course that it you is. have to take, to take that step and say, well, now I'm not training, say, six hours a day. I don't have to be cutting on my diet, but I need to put on a suit at 6 a.m. in the morning and, and yeah. fuck off to work. And, and I'm not saying it's easy, Riggs. So, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not saying it's easy. I'm just saying everybody else in the world does that. I don't have a degree. No, I no. started from the bottom. You understand what I'm saying? I also yeah. trained and swam and stuff like that, and then I gave that up, and I had to start working and stop training and that kind of stuff. So everybody goes. And the, and the thing is, it's not just UFC fighters that have to go through that stuff. It's all sports people. If you don't make it, you have to get a real job. Yeah, and just as well, you know, there's if you're earning a, a decent sum of money, that's like a lot for all at once. Just You don't even have to know. You don't have to be well-equipped. You just speak to someone who does know, and then they invest your money. Then you can be taken care of with your winnings, knowing that you'll have something for later on. Just don't yeah, buy a Lamborghini boat and tractor yeah. all at the same time. Yeah. What if these you guys give are your money to the wrong <laughs> These guys are driving Mercedes-Benz, AMGs, and stuff like that, and then saying, no, we don't have any money. Could you fucking spending all the money? You know exactly. what I'm saying? Live, yeah, live like gotta, a pauper and spend, uh, uh, save like a pauper, or spend like a pauper, save like a rich man. But uh, nobody's telling these guys not to buy one nice car and, and buy themselves a nice house. That's fine. But then don't complain that you're not getting paid enough by the UFC. Exactly. Maybe you aren't. Exactly. Maybe you aren't. Maybe some of them aren't. But that's just life. I don't get paid enough. Jack doesn't get paid enough. And you don't get paid enough. 
we can't complain yeah. because we're not fighters. And and the thing is, like, if if I if I change my career now, <clears throat> then what? Then I go, oh, you see, I need to have money so that I can, my boss will tell me to fuck off. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so these guys are looking at um, it as if they Deontay Wilder, if, as if they Tyson Fury. None of them are. The only ones that can say that is like Connor, maybe John Jones, you know, but they don't even nobody nobody in the UFC draws like Tyson versus Deontay. Nobody. Not even Conor McGregor. Yeah. I mean that's a huge draw. So yeah. And 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 the only one that is close to drawing like that is Conor McGregor. Guess what? He's just as rich as those two. So at the end of the day, that's the way it is. But anyway, yeah. Let's move on. UFC two six Eight upcoming. So I think I'm 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 quite excited because two six seven was really good, but on paper two six eight is going to be even better because fuck me. So the first fight we're having, I mean, we spoke about um, Sean O'Malley not um, signing to go fight at Madison Square Garden because of taxes, Jack. I don't know if you remember that. Yes, yes, I do. So. That was against Frankie Edgar. So who did sign to, to fight that fight against uh, Frankie Edgar, which is actually a perfect fight to have because Frankie Edgar is a legend, but he is on his way down. So he, it is easy. It's not easy, but it's easier to beat Frankie Edgar now than it was in the past. And it's a big name to beat. So it's actually a, a, a good uh, stepping board. So Marlon Vieira, who's the guy that beat um, uh, uh, um, fucking Sean O'Malley, is going to fight Frankie Edgar. And I'm happy for that because the fact that, frankly, Edgar, um, Jackson, the, and, and the, so the fact that um, that Marlon, stop typing shit, Jackie, throw me off my game, dude. Um, <laughs> I'm going to switch this fucking, wait, let me just take it off. Here. Yeah. Okay, so Marlon Vieira, um, I'm glad that they gave him the fight because he's going to get a chance to, to springboard himself up to the next level and Sean O'Malley, talking about money fights and sitting without a ranker next season. I'm actually getting sick and tired of him. I think, just fucking fight, dude. You're doing the same thing Connor's doing. Connor's a fighter and he's talking shit. And he's losing. Yeah. And he's not even fucking fighting. Just fight, dude. I'm, I'm excited. You have, you've got a lot of talent. That's the reason why people like you. But if you keep talking shit and not fighting and not winning, then nobody cares. Yeah. Or if you, you keep need to fighting, back up your voice. Yeah, you're literally talking big shit. Like, Major shit about money fights and stuff like this. And this is Sean O'Malley. When you're fighting guys that have never been in the UFC, I, I, I get it, dude. I get that you're famous. I get it. I understand. I'm not famous. You, you're not famous. Jack's not famous. You're a famous fancy guy, dude. But just keep it because don't waste your talent. Use your talent and you can get even more famous because you're not that famous, dude. Trust me. If you don't fight or if you lose or if you leave the UFC now, it's not going to last. Yeah, but anyway, um, so I don't know the next fight. Shane Burgos versus Billy Carl. I'll I'll do a bit of research for next week on that one. Uh, yeah. Michael Chandler versus Justin Gaethje. Literally highlight reel versus highlight reel. The highlight reel versus the highlight maker. This is going to be if if it goes the way it's supposed to. This is going to be a fucking barn burner. These guys are going to push the shit out of each other. You reckon we'll see the five rounds? No, no ways. No fucking ways. <laughs> I think Gaethje's going to win. I think Chandler is an amazing, amazing fighter, very technically sound fighter. 
but he can't take Justin Gaethje down. So they're gonna and Justin Gaethje can't take Chandler down. So they're gonna have to stand on their feet. But I think that Justin can take more punishment. But from what we've seen, Justin can take more punishment. So we don't know. But Chandler hasn't really taken too much punishment yet. He did against Ch- um, Charles Oliveira, and then he lost the fight. So, whereas we know that Gaethje can take a dribbing of note, if you know what I mean. And a dribbing of note means yeah. a mooring of note. <laughs> uh, Rose number Yunez versus Weili Zhang. Um, I liked Weili, and I thought she was going to be like one of those women that you will never be able to beat. But, dude, Rose number Yunez did it again. She did it against Joanna, shocked the world against Joanna, and she's done it now against um, Weili. So... I'm looking forward to this fight. The crazy thing about Rose Namayuya is she's a two-time champion. Guess how many fights? Okay, so Wei Li has had 21 fights, okay? She's a one-time champion. Rose is a two-time women's strawweight champion. Guess how many fights she's had? Just take a guess. 11. Yeah. (laughs) It's insane, dude. How the fuck is she that good? Sorry, not 11. She's had 16, 15 fights, 11 11, uh, wins. But, I mean, she's had four losses and she's a double champ. I mean, she's yeah. it's crazy. This chick's uh, career is like next level. Dude. She doesn't even have that much experience. And she's flipping, knocking out the best of the world. Like I said, she's lost out. You want a John Jacek and Wei Li Zhang, the two best fucking strawweights in the world ever. Yeah. And she's fucking knocked them out. So. Yeah, walk, walking through like uh, a hot knife through butter. <laughs> exactly. And she does, like you say, it's like a hot knife. She does it so, with so, so much ease. And it looks so easy for her, but she obviously moves more hard or kicks blocks them hard. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I, then the main event, Kamara. Yeah. Kamara Usman versus Colby Covington. I think Kamara U- Usman is a real dork, dude. He's such a dork. I like him because he's a dork, but he's trying to act like a cool guy. But you can, you know, when a, some, when a dork is trying to act like a cool guy and you just know, dude, you're like, dude, I know you're a dork. It's cool. You're a cool dork. <laughs> But you're a nerd, dude. Stop acting like a cool guy. <laughs> like you'll rap and try and dance and you're like, dude, you're a dog, dude. But you can bang. You're the best of all time, but you're a dog, dude. Come on. Act like a nerd, bro. Uh, yeah, just own it, you know. Take the retainer I, out of your pocket, put it in your mouth and, and yeah, own that shit. <laughs> exactly, dude. But I really I really like Kamara Usman. I really like that um, he is a dog and he's literally the best of all time. Uh, if he wins this fight, he needs to fight Leon Edwards. If he beats Leon Edwards and Colby, he's better than GSP. It's said. He just is. I'm sorry. GSP is good, dude. But this guy has literally beaten everyone in his division at their peak. And and yeah. soundly beaten them. I mean, he broke Colby Covington's jaw. He um, knocked out uh, Masvidal. He knocked out Gilbert Burns or TKO Gilbert Burns. He beat Tyron Woodley at his own game. There's nobody on this guy's level. I'm sorry. It's just not going to happen. Um, that's the thing. Kazmat, is he on this level? We don't know yet. But he needs to find Col- He needs to beat Colby Covington and Leon Edwards because the only one that can talk shit is Leon Edwards and Colby Covington. But I think he's going to win, dude. I think Kamara Usman is insane. Colby Covington is a fake. I mean, even his countdown where they're like in their houses and with their families and stuff and he's like doing like a rap video in some fake house. I get it. He's selling pay-per-views and stuff like that, so good for him. I just don't like it. I don't, I don't think it's cool. But, I mean, people like that, so whatever. He's like the Jake Paul of the UFC. But he's. But the thing is, dude, he can back it up. Which is needed. Which is needed. I mean, you, yeah. 
you need some people that are the entertainment factor and he's maybe not your cup of tea but like you say he's getting the pay-per-views and and he's bringing he's bringing the much needed attention which in turn brings the money so uh, it's a recipe for success to to act like a tool i guess i just don't want him to win i i respect that or not that i respect it but i understand and it's fine obviously do whatever you want but i don't want him to win because of that and it's not like where I want, I hate Jake Paul. I want him to get blixed into the fucking oblivion. This guy, I know he's fucking around. I actually don't care, but I don't want him to win because I don't want Usman's legacy to be made a mockery of. Because I think Usman, if like I said, dude, if Usman, I mean GSP is the greatest of all time. If Usman beats those two, dude, there's nobody better than him. I mean, okay, John Jones, but John Jones hasn't worked through his division as as hard. As 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 clinically as Usman has, he didn't win all his fights. So at the moment, yes, John Jones still the top of the castle. But the next person to get there is Usman. Like everybody talks about Israel Adesanya, and yeah, Izzy is amazing, dude. I mean, as a middleweight, he's probably never going to be beaten. But dude, the the most unsung hero is uh, or, or champion in the UFC is Kamara Usman. The guy has a record, dude, nineteen and one, like crazy. Yes, Jack. Just a question: Did you deactivate my chat, or is are you are you guys just ignoring me? We're ignoring you. No, your chat is deactivated. The last thing we got from you, and this is totally off the topic of what we're talking. But the last thing we got from you was that was a dick. Ah, uh, okay, just wait. No, stop, Jack. I'm trying to fucking do the podcast. Did I want to just go? Okay, yes, yeah, so you got that. No, the reason I ask is because just on time, we've covered only UFC and we're 45 minutes in. That's fine. What else you want to talk about? Rugby, Formula One, nothing. And Cricket World Cup. Yeah, don't worry about it. Okay, so that's a wrap on UFC 268. Looking forward to it. Moving along. Before we go anywhere, Rick. (laughs) What do you think? Who do you think is going to win between Usman and Colby Covington? And do you think? Well, first of all, let's answer that. Ah, uh, yeah, you always ask me trickies. Um, do I have to? Yeah, I have to give an answer. Uh, uh, just guess. You, you, well, just you, you're going Colby. You're going Colby. No, I'm going Usman. Okay, then I'm going Colby. Uh, even though I, I do side with you. But uh, yeah. to make it interesting, I'll wager on Colby, uh, and we can see what we what we come back with. Maybe he, he pulls the rabbit out of the hat, keeps it on the feet, and, and we'll see. And then, Jack, who do you think is going to win between Justin Gaethje and Michael Chandler? And I know you know nothing about them. Just pick it out of a hat. Michael Chandler, because there was a Chandler on Friends. <laughs> okay. <laughs> It's better than nothing. <laughs> no, I mean, there's a good method to that. <laughs> Scientific. Oh shit! Yeah. <laughs> Not too sure how, how how it will pay out for you, Jack. But uh, yeah, we'll see. Well, I think fifty-fifty. <laughs> okay, move on now. <laughs> Fucking hell, Jesus. Yeah, T- take us in, Jack. Stop talking about who you who you backing. Okay, just a quick cap of the international rugby games that have transpired. The USA and Ireland game was cancelled for some other reason. Don't know about that one. 
And it looks like New Zealand is angry because they're not uh, world champions and they completely destroyed Wales 54-16 on Saturday. So um, are they still not number one after that? No, we're number know, one. Because... Hey? Hey, what are you saying, Rick? Are you, are you referencing that they're not number one in the world, Jack? Yeah, like IRB rankings. Uh, yeah, okay. Okay. It is yeah, kind of no, weird that they're on. Well, it's not because we're world champions and like we're excellent. But yeah, okay. Uh, that's we're just uh, exactly, exactly. <laughs> uh, Scotland destroyed Tonga sixty points to fourteen. Um, I didn't. Yeah, see that's that all. Game. Riggs, I, I anything always... to add? No, nothing, because I, I didn't watch the any of the rugby over the weekend. But Tonga's always a, a nice game because it's always a hard game. So, yeah, I must say I'm, I'm yeah, sad. I missed it. Not anymore so much, eh? Not anymore so much. No, no, they're still hard. And, and yes, Jack, you're right, they play dirty, but it, 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 it's always interesting to watch. <laughs> yeah. No, them and Samoa, uh, Fiji yeah. as well, dirty players. Yeah. Out of everyone, Samoa is the the dirtiest uh, the way yeah. they play. But uh, yeah, Argentina is the dirtiest. <laughs> no, no, we're talking about in play, not in uh, body. You, <laughs> you. <laughs> That's fine because they're white people, so it's fine. You can be racist towards them. <laughs> okay, then jumping onto the Premier League. Uh, I'll be honest, I am. Oh, wait, wait. Before I you really go to Premier League, don't you think that New Zealand should be number one? I, all, all jokes aside and all of that. But based on what they've done, like they still won the rugby championship. Why are they? I know we won the Lions Tour, but I mean, don't you think they should be number one? Why is it not? No. That not the there, there's a difference between Rugby World Cup and Rugby Championship and, and all these other competitions that are, are lying underneath it. Yeah, different waiting. Is your Rugby World Cup. And when you win... Yeah, no, I know that, Riggs. But listen, we got Blixen by Australia. Twice. In a small, unimportant game. Yeah. Not really. Okay, but no, I don't think it's completely justified because I think the best team right now is New Zealand. Yeah, Uh, Unfortunately, objectively. It's not taken over say one season or or anything like that yeah you're taking it over a long term and, and you're tracking it it's not changing instantly it's not like okay you and your your games this weekend now you number one i mean you, you've got to have a, a lot of substantial back into your climbing points and i still think SA is on top ah. and maybe that's just a uh, biased again biased. But, uh, yeah subjectively i agree <laughs> objectively <laughs> <laughs> Objectively, like I said, I think New Zealand's the best right now. Yeah, I also think so, and I think that it is kind of. I hate the fact that we get it now. I'd rather get it properly when we are far ahead of them than get it now, where it's literally everybody's waiting for us to fall off the horse. But we were never, we, we never consistently beat New Zealand. We never do yeah. it. No. When it comes to World Cup, yes, we will, we will win. We we somehow always catch it right at the end and we peak and somehow they have such bad luck when it comes to rugby world cup that they on the decline but mm. in normal rugby any other competition they always yeah. going to be better than us and, and yeah 
it's a, it's a tricky one. But but they always maybe not they've always got the, the log off. It, World Cup wise, well, they have always been big, better than us for the last twenty years. Thirty years. <laughs> no, no, please, man. Not the case. Not the case. I think New Zealand's been the best for the last thirty years. I don't think I think there's teams that have waxed and waned, but if you look at the whole last thirty years, nobody's even close to as good as New Zealand yeah. on an average. What up? What I will say with New Zealand is maybe they're more consistent in bringing new players into the team and keeping the same, uh, same level of or, or same, yeah, same same passion, philosophy. same connection, or philosophy. No, not philosophy. No, not philosophy. Uh, yeah, <laughs> fuck you guys. Same, same connection <laughs> within the team. You know, when we bring in new players, we sometimes see a dip and a miscommunication, and that happens. But yeah, New Zealand is the most consistent in having that. They're the most consistent in always having a good, you know, uh, fly half, scrum half uh, connection as well. So, you know, yeah, when you've got that, there. you control the game. Uh, and, yeah, especially with a fly off. If you've got the fly off, with the ring of power. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, obviously I still side with the uh, uh, essay. But, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. Okay, I Jack, agree. run through the Premier League quickly because who cares? Uh, yeah, this week I'll agree with you because it wasn't a good week. I'll quickly run through the games. Arsenal beat Leicester 2 0. Yay for Arsenal, they're not top six on the log. Southampton beat Watford 1 0. Nah. Liverpool drew with Brighton 2 2 at Anfield. It was depressing. Yeah, Uh, it was bad. Then, um, Jack, so are you saying that your team took? Your team took what a five nil win last week, correct? Yeah. Or was it six nil? Five nil. Five nil. Salah got uh, Salah got the three. They had all of that, and they come into a draw the following week. Uh, can correct. You explain that. Can you explain that? W- what went wrong? <sighs> Fuck you, Riggs. <laughs> I'm just asking. Like, you you no, have the momentum honestly. and everything. What what went wrong? How can you? How can you do that? Look, I must say, the first 25 minutes, they scored two goals and they went 2-0 up. That tempo was incredible. They just didn't keep it. Then Brighton pulled back in the 42nd or 41st minute and then equalized in the second half and Liverpool just didn't. You know, there was a bit of a press here and there, but they weren't the same attack-oriented or as clinical as they were in the first half an hour of the game. But yeah, that's all I can say without crying. Yeah, for me, sorry, I just want to poke at it one more time. Uh, oh fuck you! You, you no, <laughs> not in a bad way. But uh, you've mentioning that Brighton's like this up and coming. I mean, you have been listing them the last couple of weeks, and I give that to you. You said they they picking up and they really showing promise. But is that to say that they are on the same caliber as Liverpool? Uh, look, I will say that it was one of their better performances and it was one of Liverpool's worst performances. Not worst, but not their usual standard. So, yeah, they didn't do great. But you know what? you got to take the, the bad ones. I'm actually kind of glad Skyler's not on yet. Otherwise, he would have ripped me a new one. Um, <laughs> no, of course. But it's a pity. It's you know, a pity if you can have a bad game and still take a point home with a draw... It's not great, but it could be worse. You know, they could have slipped a bit harder on the banana peel and lost. You know, no, so, for sure, for sure. Yeah, like still I, said, I just wanted unbeaten. to clarify the quality. Yeah, 
Yeah. They're still the only unbeaten team this season. Uh, Liverpool now. Yeah, so is a draw not as bad as a loss? Come now, it's the same thing. Listen, Riggs. Okay. Uh, uh, moving along to the other yourself, games, but uh, I'm sorry, a, a draw you may as well have lost. Especially thanks coming for the salt there in momentum. the wound. <laughs> and speaking of salt in the wound, uh, Chelsea won the their game like three more. to your sister and Rig, uh, Jack. You don't have uh, kissing your sister and Jack. You only have brothers, so it's like kissing your brothers. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck you were trying to say, but it was beautiful. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Chelsea won. They pulled ahead on top of the table. They are now three points clear of Liverpool, which is unfortunate. Uh, other shock result, Man City lost 2-0 to Crystal Palace. Um, so that at least takes a bit of the pressure off Liverpool for not winning that game. Then Brentford, it looks like they can't keep their pressure that they had at the beginning of the season. They can't sustain it. They lost 3-1 to Burnley. Man United won 3-0. Okay. Then Leeds beat Norwich 2-1. Meh. West Ham beat Aston Villa 4-1. Meh. Okay. Yeah. yeah but listen, West Ham's can... been somebody we haven't really spoken about. They're fourth on the log, eh? A bit of yeah, a quiet, they're not uh... far behind. Like, yeah. their last five games, they've won four and lost one. And they're scoring yeah. goals. I mean, they scored the same number of goals as Man City. So, yeah, they are doing very well. Yeah. That's cool. I always liked yeah. West Ham. From Green That's Street the jersey Hooligans. I bought when we were in England. It was a West Ham jersey. Was that because of Green Street Hooligans? Mm. I just didn't know the teams in the West Ham jersey looked the night. No. The West Ham jersey, remember they had that $5 sale? The West Ham jersey was for $5, five pounds. Oh, there, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that, you know, that should have been a, a hint to it. Yeah, they should. <laughs> if the jersey's cheap, <laughs> it's normally a, Actually, a I got a West Ham jersey and an Aston Villa jersey. <laughs> hmm. Well, look, if you were there now, you'd probably get a Liverpool jersey for five pounds. After that, there's <laughs> no result. Fucking like shit. Riggs, bro. Ah, oh, you 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 hurt me too much. You kick you kick me when I'm down, Riggs. You're Why are you down? That's the only way. <laughs> <laughs> no, because Liverpool, man. But anyway, but they don't play badly. No, the last game was just shit. But okay, the, moving the on from soccer. I can't. I, <laughs> shut the fuck up, Riggs. Heck, we'll do whatever we like. Okay, Riggs, you carry on. And. <laughs> On to the T20 Rugby World Cup. Rugby cricket, uh, you mean? Cricket, cricket, cricket. That's correct, yes. ICC men's yeah. T20 World Cup. Moving um, along. Who cares? Yeah, <laughs> moving along. Riggs, from the F1 side, there was some crazy news that you were keen to release. Tell me about Kimi. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Should Always I say Kimi? Kimi? You, you know it. <laughs> Kimi, Kimi Roiker, <laughs> yeah, and uh, my lisp even even does it when there's no s's in the word. <laughs> Did you get excited oh, when you say Kimi? Yeah, I do. I also blush. <laughs> he does always smile when he speaks about him. Have you noticed? Yeah. <laughs> no, look, the the Iceman's, yeah, you know, the Iceman's my my fave. Uh, yeah, look, uh, going into this weekend, it's obviously the races in Mexico going to be very exciting. Um, it was tequila for Kimi. Obviously. 
Yeah, for sure. It was an off weekend this weekend because uh, Kimi had a Halloween party, so F1 decided that they didn't want to do the the Mexico race this weekend, so they moved it out. Uh, and yeah, Kimi dressed up as a, a Dalmatian, <laughs> which is freaking oh, brilliant. Shit. It wasn't even like a classy Dalmatian suit. It, uh, it looked like a kid's suit that I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how he got it right. And his wife was as Cruella DeVille, and obviously the kids were the other Dipstot and what Spotty, or I don't know what the other Dalmatian names were. Uh, but uh, yeah, go go go! Hit out the Instagram and, and just <laughs> follow Kimi, follow his wife, and have a look at the photos. They're absolute gold. It's like, yeah, really impressive. But other than that, Formula One was very quiet. Obviously, in the week, nothing major coming up from the teams. I see Pierre Gasly. Uh, someone in his team was uh, referencing his his golf. I would say defect in the sense that he plays golf. Uh, but ah. other than that, nothing nothing major on the F1 front. We, we'll take it into the weekend and have a look at how it goes in the free practice on Saturday. Yeah, and for stopping for the win. All the way, all the way. Okay, ladies and genital men, unless there's something else, does this bring us to the only logical conclusion to the episode that is 15? Correct. Indeed. Indeed, Aruni. Then I Jack, will yeah. say, listeners, thank you very much for listening. Today was a difficult one. I had to look at Bevan and Riggs's face um, without being able to show my own. It was tough. Don't know it what was that very easy for us, I must say. Uh, yeah. Hey, we didn't have to see your face. Up so, for that yeah. one. Let's, just, let's just be very honest. I mean, Jack, you, you know, you got a lot of strength, but the looks, and I, I'm not dissing you. I'm not dissing yeah. you. I'm just saying, the look department, not not the greatest. You know what I'm saying? You've done good with Nadia, dude. That's why we've always told you, keep it, keep it going. Keep it going. Keep it going there. Mm. Don't fuck it up. So you've done yeah. a good job Don't... there, Jack. But it's good not to have to look at your face. I'm just saying that. That's not an insult. I'm just saying. Yeah, look, uh, Bev, that's pure honesty. And uh, Jack, you just keep that chloroform stock built up there in the cupboard. Eh? <laughs> just to keep a... <laughs> but yeah, Every you, time you see a starting come to the surface, you just put it back. Yeah, that, that's his right trick. Down. It's worked for him for numerous years. So, yeah, well done on that. Uh, for 11 yeah, years. Look, yeah, look, <laughs> as Bev as, as said, you, it's not that you're ugly or anything. I just think you've got a face for radio. So, <laughs> thank you. Thank you, Riggs. You, you're an absolute asshole. And with that, <laughs> listeners, thank you very much. And you'll Thanks catch us listening. again next week. Thanks, everyone. <laughs> Peace. Out it.